Hey, it's Andrew Priestley. Welcome to Multiply Your Money. Um, again, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny the sort of chats that you end up having with people? Well, I think it is anyway. It's funny the sort of chats I end up having with people. So I had a lovely conversation, two lovely conversations today. Um, one with uh, an academic who uh, works with a lot of... Um, entrepreneurs and her observation was that most of them their relationship with money um, stuns her how bad it is right uh, these are people who are in the idea of um, you know the, the the currency that they talk about is things like profitability cash flow uh, profit margins, costs analysis, all of that stuff, you know, it's very financial, financially based. And yet, um, the observation is, number one, the amount of business failures. And it it's almost like the number one reason for business failures, or there's three key reasons. Number one, no sales. <laughs> you know, they can't sell. So in other words, they can't actually earn anything. Uh, they're not profitable, so they don't really have a, a clear sense of pricing or costing. So subsequently, they'll make a sale, but there's no money in it because the costs of doing business or the costs of goods sold and the overheads and uh, financial fees and taxes associated with the sale consume all the profit. There's no, there is no gross profit, right? Um, and cash flow issues, right? And she said this is something that uh, when, they're, when they're looking, you know, she's running a course whereby people have to submit a business plan and, and they have to run little activities and t- to show proof of concept. And the ideas just don't wash their face. And it comes down to just a naivety about money, but particularly not seeing the relationships in money, right? So I don't know if you figured all that out, but you know, I work with a lot of business people and, you know, like I often look at things like management accounts, like the balance sheet for the value, the profit and loss for the uh, for the vitality of the business and the cash flow statement for the viability. And I'm stunned at how people's eyes glaze over when I start talking about management account issues, Right. And then the second conversation I had today was with a a young fellow who uh, he and his girlfriend of several years constantly argue about money. Um, You know, uh, uh, he says she's really frivolous um, and has no spending restraint and subsequently he has to be extremely frugal and penny pinching, right? And I said, so why is that? And again, what comes out? No cash reserves. There's nothing in the kitty. There's, you know, they're knocking on an empty tin, uh, empty tank. They're going from paycheck to paycheck. And he's on a stellar income, right? Easily over a hundred thousand a year. Um, she's on about probably about forty grand a year. But you know, for a young couple. Uh, with no children, 
and they've got plenty of pla- two really good dual income salary, right? They've got no money. And again, I said, I asked basic things like, you know, have you got uh, savings? No, we've got no savings. Uh, do you know what you spend your money on? No, I, well, we know we spend money on, you know, utilities and internet and blah, 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 But how and we know what our rent is, but they know what the basic rent is. But they wouldn't know what their periodic costs are. They certainly don't know what, um, you know, their overheads and outgoings look like to any fine degree. They have certainly zero idea on what they have on discretionary spend, what they spend their discretionary money on, right? Um and the concept of having a liquidity cushion, you know, a buffer, a financial cash buffer of three to six months worth of overheads was just like, are you living on another planet? Right? Okay. I've done about four or five episodes now on this whole thing of cash liquidity and spenders and investors, right? Here's the thing. You've got to ask yourself, what are you learning? Right? Right? If you're going back and listening to the podcast that I'm doing here, what are you learning? It's really important you take a moment and think, what am I actually learning here, right? Um, importantly, what are you learning about yourself, right? It's it's really important to think about that. You know, it's not enough, for, you know, I don't want to have a situation, I think I said this on the last recording I did, I don't want to have a situation where, um, you know, you're listening to these because you have a problem. And then I say something where you go, uh, you suddenly go resistant, right? And I'm the bad guy. You're shooting the message type thing, right? It's crackers, absolutely crackers. Um, if you recognize that you've got an issue, then if you buy the book, The Money Chimp, or you go back and listen to the free podcast, there's 120 free podcasts from se- season one that just unpacks it gently and slowly, right? A couple of minutes a day, four minutes a day, five minutes a day tops. So if you've got money worries and you're not even going back and do anything about that, that's a good reason why you need to actually go back and listen to the podcast or buy the book called The Money Chimp and start just dipping into it so that you're starting to get your hair around the psychology of an investor, I keep talking about spenders and investors. Spenders straight up and down. You know what a spender feels like. You know what it feels like. And you know what investment feels like. But there's no point you going, oh, I want to be an investor. And then say, oh, you know, you're a real killjoy. You know, I wanted to go out and spend. I want to go to the pub and drink with my mates and stuff like that. And this whole uh, multiply money thing is about restraint, right? Can you see... Can you see that really what you're doing is you're you're emotionally and mentally leaning into money worries with comments like that? Like you're you're seeing me as the bad guy, right? You've got to pay attention to, to what's going on. You know, notice how this material makes you feel, particularly if it makes you feel anxious or particularly if it makes you feel angry or uh, or, the, or somehow resentful that... Um, uh, you know, or contempt, right? which is a, a strong emotion. But money, money is, you know, it's not the amount of money. It's what money makes you feel. That's really important here. What does it make you feel? You know, what's going on on the feeling level, right? 
Um, I know people who don't have a lot of money who are really comfortable and happy with their money. And they're never broke. They've always got money. Don't have a lot of money, but they've always got money. They've always got cash there, right? So, something to think about. Um, These ones particularly... I want you to go back and listen to them repeatedly. You know, go back and listen to them a few times because you'll miss it. You'll miss the gems. Okay? And leave comments. That would be fantastic. Tell your friends. Uh, join the Multiply Your Money Facebook group or the one on LinkedIn. Just ask to join and I'll buzz you in. Okay? And there's a whole lot of good stuff inside inside that group. Anyway, uh, see you in the next episode. Talk to you then. Thank you.